The development of a continuum of supports is only the first step when it comes to truly seeing its impact upon not only students, but staff practice as well. When we look at developing a continuum of supports, it's really about bringing everybody's toolbox to the table and being able to say, here's what we collectively can do in order to move the needle or see student support in this one particular priority area that we're focusing upon. So when we think about that ongoing refinement and utilization of a continuum of supports, there's a couple of ways that the continuum can truly have impact upon what it is that we're doing within our school. So the first way is it becomes a resource, an anchor tool that anytime we're discussing the needs of a student, we can pull that document in and say, have we tried this? What about this? Here's an idea that we could be putting in place. It really helps to provide a an anchor point to the conversations so that uh, a we're not brainstorming each and every time. And it's also depersonalizing conversation about practice. When someone suggests to myself, here's a particular strategy that you could be trying, it's not because they, they think any less of me as a teacher or are assuming that I'm not already doing that. They're asking because it's on our, our document. It's safe. So that continuum of supports, the menu or the, the placemat we often refer to it, when it comes out in meetings, it just allows us to really open up our minds to look at different possibilities. It also becomes very, very valuable when involving parents in the conversation, when being able to say, what do you think would be something that would best support your, your child's learning? Or even in involving the student themselves within that continuum discussion, to be able to reference and say, here's some things that I know will um, help support me as a learner. So the second way that we see impact for a continuum of supports is when we're consistently in the process of refinement. When we are engaging in our conversations and saying, you know, there's particular strategies or suggestions on this continuum that we don't find as highly impactful as, as other things. In time, we can start to remove the things that we're not seeing having the same impact for students as we would like. It also then becomes a way to really reference and support our professional learning within a school. When there's a particular strategy that is on there that I'm not quite sure what that looks like, I can be reaching out to my colleagues as a leader. We could be looking and seeing are there gaps in our continuum that we could then begin to fill with some further professional learning for us. That continuum really becomes the basis for an ongoing conversation about practice and just keeps those conversations deprivatized and open for all of us to be able to consider. In fact, they often start to challenge our practices. When I begin to look and see, all right, the things I'm trying are not having impact, what else could I be considering? And as we build vulnerability through the collaborative response process, we're really then starting to open ourselves up to consider and take on potential ideas that may not have been in my toolbox um, at, at a certain point in time, or maybe something that I've utilized in the past that I hadn't really thought about trying once again with this particular student or cohort of students. So the continuum of supports, um, as we develop multiple continuums within our school, each one directed to a particular priority area, they really can have substantial impact 
on not only how we're responding to the needs of students, but also how we're collectively and on an ongoing basis reflecting upon our practice and what it is that we're doing that's truly having optimal impact upon our students' success.